Uh, so, I don't know. What do you want to do? Just maybe patch him in with old audio from other episodes? I say have him read off a bunch of catchphrases that he says frequently. Maybe two laughs of different exuberance. Just kind of splice those in as needed. Let's go with that. I want to do my own thing, but think of Florida trend. It's been suggested, maybe I want to be your best friend. Yeah, yeah, plug in my eye holes and just try it hard to see. I can tell by your middle finger that you're warming up to me. Hey everyone, we're back at it again. Welcome to Banter Banter. I'm, as usual, your host, Manny. I'm Mike. Our lovely other host. And we did it. By popular demand, you spoke to the people that may be in charge of podcasting and what gets published anywhere on the internet. And we're back for another season. Speaking of another season, I've got a very seasoned joke to tell you. Ring, ring. I'm calling you on a phone. I pick up the phone. New number, who dis? Is your sponge living? You better go catch it, because I think it's running away. Oh no! Best joke ever, see? Nailed it. Walk us through. I totally get the joke, but some of our listeners may not. What do I need to walk them through? I'm surprised that anybody wouldn't already know about the newest Spongebob movie that is coming to theaters near you. Coming soon to a clearance discount bin at your half-price books. This Friday, 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 we're selling tickets to the newest Spongebob movie, Sponge on the Run. We'll sell you the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. I guess let me interrupt real quick, and you've actually got a good idea, and it's something I've been meaning to talk about. Mike, we're entering a new year. A new year, and a whole new season of our beloved podcast, Banter Banter. I've been thinking, this is technically our sequel, so what do we call it? You know, Banter Banter, you want to keep something about it, so people still know it's the same thing. Maybe we can go something like Banter Banter, the Squeakwool, or Banter Banter, the Two Towers, or Banter Banter Reloaded. Or how about Banter Banter goes east? Because, you know, Fivel went west, so we're swapping directions. How about Banter Banter lost in New York? You never know what those wet bandits are going to do. Live from... Aaron's mom's basement, it's Banter Banter. Having banter in there twice kind of already sets a standard. Does that mean this year we're Banter Banter Banter? Banter 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 Banter. Are we Banter Square now? Oh, Banter 2. That says everything you need to know about it because it shortens it. So you can still fit it in the box office marquee and... It gives us a little bit more room to play with with the subtitle. I've got a great suggestion to help sell that, but it goes back to your idea of banter, banter, banter. 
triple banter with a temporary tattoo on the back of Vin Diesel's neck with our names as like directors above him in our photo pressing our new season. Knock off Vin Diesel neck lookalike for a much cheaper rate. Temporary tattoo on neck. Banter, banter, banter. Triple banter. Season two. And maybe we can get some of the people looking for something a little more racy and have this lookalike also show a little butt crack and have part of the title as a tramp stamp. I like where you're going, but we would have to pay for them to shave that upper butt area. Because if it's the model I think it is, he just has a little bit of body hair. Well... I mean, it would be a lookalike, so uh, we could always put that in the ad when we go type this up on Craigslist. Must shave own back. We could do a wiki how to become the next spokesman for... Too fast to banter. Ooh, too fast to banter. We're just, we're going so fast with all of those listeners. We can't even banter anymore. How about... Banter 2 and the Chamber of Secrets. Life-changing gifts in the form of banter banter. No, that's just a good catchphrase. Banter banter. An earful of memories. Some of them painful. We could do like the games industry and just tag one of those popular buzzwords on there. Banter 2. Revelations. Banter 2. Electric Boogaloo. Banter 2, Odyssey. The second power of banter. Banter 2, banter no more. Banter 2, the banterer. Found footage podcast. Banter 2, the witchery. Through a forest shaky camera. Banter 2, the banter boys vs. Godzilla. Banter 2, came in an Wait, egg. some of these sound familiar. Have you been getting into something? I indulged in a sweet TV show from a name brand company of the streaming services. Toys that may or may not have been from my childhood. And movies that may or may not have been from my childhood. (laughs) They may or may not have been from somebody's childhood. Someone may or may not have enjoyed playing with a toy or two maybe somewhere at some point in their past. And it Lives. may not have been a toy. It could have just been some other object of matter because we're not going to be too specific. It could have been plastic, but, you know, we're not committing to that. Let's let's round this back. Banter 2, the second coming. Banter 2, from your childhood. Banter 2, featuring Daft Punk and Carlos Santana. <laughs> Doing their rendition of Despacito. Now that I would pay money for. Yeah, that don't give us very long, though, before we just lose all of our listeners. Banter, banter. Home alone. Banter, banter. Home for the holidays. No, we just left for the holidays. Banter, banter. Live from California. Banter 2 and Scrappy-Doo. Banter, banter. From your childhood. Live free or banter. Now I'm running out of ideas. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, I'm sure we'll sort something out eventually. Banter to the Wrath of Khan. Khan! Khan! Was he really generous and gave you the earworm too? Do you think it's got something to do with that one song, Shaka Khan? It, all of it has everything to do with Shaka Khan. I knew it. Because that man is intriguing. I don't know who Shaka Khan is. So I guess rather than do what we did last year and talk about our New Year's resolution, which, if you're going to ask, of course it's 8K. We're going to do a bit of a different take, I think. Banter banter in 8K. High definition for your ear holes. So high def. You can see us just by listening. Earlier you said you wanted to talk about films coming out this year. Yeah, I did. It's kind of why I got a little excited about the Spongebob conversation because, well, it's Spongebob and he's got another movie and maybe again, he will be a very weird 3D animation of a very ripped sponge wearing pants. You know, back at the time, it never seemed like Spongebob would make it this far in media. It's one of those things where it just sort of hit the zeitgeist at the right time and just really picked up. I think internet memes floated him a long way. Otherwise, I sort of think that if we weren't maybe as a culture where we were at the time, it probably would have gone the same way as a lot of other Nicktoons, like, you know, Rocco or CatDog, etc., and would have run its course and just kind of been taken off air quietly and shot by the back of the shed (laughs) you know that kind of makes me think about some of the plastic things from my childhood that did a very good job of connecting the saturday morning cartoon and a toy brand oh yeah we were so marketed to yeah we were definitely marketed to and although spongebob from my lack of knowledge did have a strong sustainability in the storylines and the original audience as the show progressed. So if you build a good brand and keep it up to date, you can do a lot of things. Kind of like the fact that Bill and Ted have another movie where they're facing the music. Or Trolls coming out with another movie. I think this is what, Trolls 3 coming to us? You know, you got Top Gun 2. It's amazing that Keanu has gotten to the sort of status where no one's going to ask him to shave or cut his hair to be in any other new movie. And, you know, in the case of Bill and Ted, he isn't at all being forced to really appear the way he did back then. Yeah, I think they just said, thank you so much for signing the contract and being a part of this movie. We appreciate you and the human being you have become. Yeah, there's a man who's earned his stripes. Anyway, you were saying the Trolls movie. I'm not sure how I feel about that. I think it's gone a bit too far, but I can see why they chose Trolls. I mean, for a while they were, I suppose, advertised to our generation as, you know, plastic little MacGuffins that were supposed to collect. Yeah, I think the evolution of Trolls fits a lot of the things that we are seeing in our world right now via TV shows, toys, movies. There is a strong attempt to connect with things from 
specific generation's childhood history, i.e. touching back with Ghostbusters. There's a new Ghostbusters coming out. I don't know if you remember it, but like Dr. Doolittle was a big part of my book reading childhood. They're coming out with that. You've got Sonic the video game movie coming at you. So what do you think they're going to do with the Ghostbusters thing? I haven't taken the time to read up on any of the pre-release material, but are they doing another soft reboot or are they doing a hard reboot, I guess? Are they going to continue with the cast from the last one? That is a great question. So Ghostbusters, the story follows a family moving back home to a small town where they begin to learn about who they are, and the secrets of the town itself. Bill Murray's in it, Dan Aykroyd, Sigourney Weaver, Ernie Hudson. Oh, and Paul Rudd is in it. It almost looks like this is not connected with the most recent reboot. Personally, I think they did a good job with the script. I was not disheartened by that reboot, but... This new Ghostbusters does not seem to be connected to this. I suppose the Ghostbusters are going to have trouble adapting to modern sensibilities. And I think that's what they were trying to do with the last one is they clearly understood that they wanted the movie's tone to adapt to a more modern take with more modern understanding of humor. The problem was, is you're using the brand name of the Ghostbusters and expecting to draw in a base crowd of the fans of the previous properties incarnation. But really, that's just setting yourself up for failure whenever all of the modernization that you applied to it sort of puts them off. I'll agree with you, Mike. It wasn't a bad movie. It had its moments. I think if it was its own original property, it would have done okay, but probably wouldn't have been sequel-worthy. It's a weird place when you try and resurrect a property that hasn't had an entry in that much time. Totally understand. And I am a moviegoer who tries not to focus on previous iterations of a concept or say things like when I interacted with the Marvel movies that were not necessarily consistent with the comics and the canon that came from the comics, which we can have a completely separate two or five episode conversation about canon in comics and how that isn't even necessarily something that can be stood by because Every new writer that comes on for a well-established character or group of superheroes, it can get fuzzy. Throw that out. I just try to take it as it is, you know? Like, I am personally interested in Godzilla versus Kong. I know it's gonna be a little cheesy. Kaiju Kaiju. Kaiju Kaiju Banter Kaiju Banter. The new podcast that takes the form of... A reptilian monster. Yeah, we'll just borrow one of those old Godzillas nobody wants anymore. Yeah, oh man, all three of us running around in Godzilla costumes for our next holiday special? I love it. Great thinking, Manny. I accept your idea. Cancelled. Cancelled, cancelled. That's what happened to Banter Banter. They ran out of all of their money, which was zero. It's okay. Eventually, 
whoever small niche awesome group of people actually listen to our podcast will get the attention of some larger corporation and they'll decide to reboot us maybe some 20 years down the line will they boycott the cancellation of our unsuccessful tv series to make a movie for us yeah, maybe, and then the internet will start a hashtag wanting the Zack Snyder cut of our podcast to be released. I don't even know what that would look like. I can't even... That's because it doesn't exist. Could it just be Rob Schneider? Yes, the Rob Schneider cut of our podcast is going to be released. I think that's the most brilliant thing I've ever heard. It's going to bring out the true vision of what this podcast was supposed to be, and it'll have all of your favorite Happy Madison productions characters fantastic so rob schneider as 99.9 percent of the cast but does not get paid more for playing all of those characters that's the sag way he's still one actor he only gets paid for being one actor you know what else will get us into that sort of a limelight we could always take the shortcut and start doing crossovers much like the video game publisher capcom They started off by making a few games that were licensed under Marvel back before Big Daddy Disney Marvel acquired everything. And it culminated in a few fighting games. I think one of them was X-Men based. And that led Capcom to decide to pit their boys from Street Fighter. And so they had their crossover fight. Then they dumped both of the buckets in. The Marvel and Capcom thing. Who else can we fight? I heard there's a company called SNK. At that point, they drew blood and that was it. Yes, SNK, Tatsunoko. They threw Street Fighter at Tekken at one point. I think what we need to do, Mike, is we need to fight Capcom. Or at least part of their roster. I know there's too many of them. But to make the fight fair, I think we should bring them over to our playing field. And they should have to make their own podcasts. I would be a little nervous because when Mega Man sets his mind to something, he has all of Skynet to work off of. Oh, that's a different universe, though. Is he not Capcom? Yeah, but he's not the Terminator. Yeah, he's better than the Terminator. He can call a dog to his location whenever he wants and shoot a fist gun. Like, dang, Mega Man... An upgrade of T-800. A podcast I'd love to listen to is one about the undead, and it can feature uh, Frank West from the Dead Rising series, and I don't know, let's say Barry Burton. He sounds like he'd be not necessarily fun, but his voice and personality seem very conducive to someone you'd want in your ears. I would like these two people to ask Disney some hard questions, like how they purchased the Power Rangers and then didn't make money off of it and sold it for pennies on the dollar. You know, the hard questions. Digging in. Well, I guess there's actually a thing about that. I think they only licensed them and then they decided to drop the license. The Power Rangers themselves still belonged to Saban Entertainment and it was Saban who wound up selling the licensing rights to hasbro oh man you know what maybe we need to work our way up how about we fight hasbro we can have our podcasts facing off against a podcast that has the megazord 
and Starscream, and we can find out who's the most entertaining there. Clearly, it's Starscream. He's basically a rock show. All he does is sit there and grovel about how he could run the Decepticons better than Megatron. Honestly, I think he's going to lose a lot of people when he gets down to the politics of running an entire regime of transforming robots. I feel like he's just more oppressive in his regime running. Do you think he could really run a podcast about that when his co-host is essentially the voices of all five of the core Power Rangers? Which, at that point, it just becomes a mess. I mean, when you have a podcast with that many people, you're going to have trouble keeping people from either talking over each other. You know, a few of the Rangers would never get a word in edgewise. You know Starscream would do a great job because he would just use, like, his super transformation power and be like, look, guys, if you don't stop talking, I'm literally going to turn into a jet above you and, like, human barbecue. Shut up or I'll blast you! Maybe we can instead coach Hasbro on how to properly cast their podcasts, and we can have Hasbro versus Capcom. You see, if we're going to do a podcast, though, I know the perfect Decepticon for it. It has to be Soundwave. Soundwave would be the perfect deception in this con for a proper Decepticon. All right, here's a new podcast concept. Let's wipe down most of this board except for the Soundwave thing. We can have Soundwave. And Goldar from the Power Rangers do a podcast together. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. I accept that suggestion. I don't know who Goldar is because I didn't Power Ranger when I was younger. But just the idea of Soundwave teamed up with anybody. Goldar is Rita Repulsa's main minion. The Falcon looking one? He's the guy that sort of has this weird oni ape looking face and he's got gold armor thus the name goldar usually has a sword and wings and a monkey's tail yeah he kind of looks like a weird hawk but not which he never uses to fly for some because he's in space and that just doesn't work and then he's got these like two appendages that sort of hang off of him like hair but they look like the little opposable fang appendages that spiders have (laughs) he's got the uh mandibles i think that's what those parts are dang who else is in hasbro's vast vast stable of properties i've recently watched the newest remake of my little pony and it's like humanoid you could have my little ponies in their human-ish version with their magic doing stuff fighting people or just being super nice Being friends with the trolls, or maybe the Transformers. Then we could do a live play podcast where the Monopoly guy runs sort of like as a game master. Oh, it could be a D&D 5th edition live play podcast with the Monopoly (laughs) guy as the GM. And we can have Um, one of the trolls characters, one of My Little Pony, a person from Marvel. Uh We can have G.I. Joe there. Throw in one character from Power Rangers. Maybe the White White Ranger or the the Green Ranger. Oh, please let it be Bulk. Sure. I don't know who that is either. He's the bully character. Oh, the bully human? Yeah, the large guy. Played by Paul Schreier. That guy's been a part of 
the Power Rangers series pretty consistently. I think it was a Power Ranger for one season as a different character, oddly, but... And they can all have Nerf guns. I know who could team up with Starscream now. Now that I'm thinking about it, I mean, we don't want to let our good man Starscream out in the cold after we replace him with Soundwave. We can have a three-person podcast with Starscream, Cobra Commander, and Lord Zed. Nice. I think that's the perfect setup right there. Done and done. There we go. We've got the Hasbro Power Pack with their new series of podcasts. And I would be more than glad and more than willing to initially host as... We'll say it's to kind of guide them along their first episodes, but really it's just going to be to stoke the fires. So we get the desired effect where they all just sort of shout at each other and at whoever their main nemesis are. I'm Cobra Commander! (laughs) Don't look under my mask. Meanwhile, for the 5th edition live play podcast... We could always have a special where instead of just sitting around a table, they actually do LARPing as Hasbro does own Nerf. So it can be catered to and everyone can be equipped fully in Nerf gear. You could easily kick it up a notch because if any of those people decided to have their character be possibly a baker or the owner of a small pub or tavern... You can toss in the Easy Bake Oven from Hasbro as well, and you can bake while you're LARPing. Oh, maybe we can do a cooking podcast where, to tie ourselves into it, we can have Squeezes bake using exclusively Easy Bake Ovens. Well, I figured that's what he already does, because... He's a baker of opportunity. Because he's always squeezing into things. Yes. He's a baker-tunist. Always trying to find a new and wily way to create baked goods, be it through 60-watt bulb or maybe sometimes a solar oven or, I don't know, let's say your engine block when it's been running all day. He's a baker-tunist that is going to crush it this Valentine's Day because not only is it the day of valentining, it is also the day where Every smart man and or woman takes their loved one to go see the new Sonic movie where the people listened to the internet and updated the visuals of Sonic himself. Oh, you know, Hasbro also owns Gem. Yes, they do. And Tinker Toy. I did not know they own Gem. It looks like they have the rights to Star Wars, though. They've got so much stuff under their belt, it's kind of surprising. Action Man. Action Man. Action Jackson. Lincoln Logs. And you know by this point, Abraham Lincoln has got to be public domain. So you could always have Abraham Lincoln throwing down, especially if they decide to make this an arcade fighter, they can absolutely have Abraham Lincoln, you know, swinging logs at everyone. I'm more curious as to how they were able to make this many logs out of Abe Lincoln. His body's only so much, and you had to desecrate his grave to pull him out from the ground to make logs from him? It's a little rude. 
I need certification that this is a real Abraham Lincoln log. Up to 2005, they had the toy rights to Pokemon, and soon they're going to have the toy rights to Overwatch. They gave those up for Beyblade. Beyblade! Beyblade! I mean, Crossfire! Oh wait, Beyblade! They have the Marvel Legends. Ah, oh, wait, this just became Marvel vs. Capcom again. Dang it. Aww, it's not what we are going for. So yeah, that Sonic movie. Yeah, that Valentine's Sonic movie. I don't know. I feel back in last season, I gave my two cents about what was going to happen with that back. Ooh, what episode was that? Silent Hill Zone? We, yeah, it was a while back. I am just, it's getting closer and closer, and my excitement for this is slowly building. Palpable. I'm almost on the edge of calling this Sonic Watch 2020, as we warm ourselves up for everything that will be Sonic the Hedgehog. The other day at the big box store, I did see a actual Sonic Watch. It had Sonic the Hedgehog in... Why didn't you get it for the Sonic Watch? Because it was cheaply made and it made me sad. It's fun though. That's one thing Sonic does, right? We've already done as much research into the Sonic franchise as the people from that movie. Ooh, no, they knew that there were rings. Right? They didn't make the mistake of saying coins or making it coins. They knew it was rings and like... Isn't that why you collect all the rings to buy Sonic new shoes? Because he runs so fast that he needs new shoes? Oh, right. Because he goes to those places that are set up in every strip shopping mall that's kind of dilapidated that says we buy gold. Yeah, but they say we exchange gold for shoes. We like your feet to be covered. Please cover those gross hedgehog feet. Please don't walk barefoot in the real world. Let us buy your gold and turn it into shoes. Gold for shoes. That's their slogan. You know, whenever they got all that backlash about the creepy, little too humanly proportioned Sonic changed to the version in, I guess, the final cut, they freaked out and they decided to get somebody who worked on the visuals for the Sonic Mania game, which was... Also, one of the most beloved Sonic games to have come out in recent memory because it instead went to recreate what people originally loved about the Sonic games. So, yeah, maybe they did the right thing by pulling a guy from that project and asking him for basically advice on redesigning the way Sonic looks for this film. Smart move for listening to people pointing out that it didn't look very good. And then hiring the right person. Is this going to be the live action version of Sonic to be the sequel of the animated Sonic OVAs that we at some point had joked about watching and talking about? Yes. So I guess they're doing the same thing as Disney with trying to remake Mulan. Oh, you know, they might actually beat him to the punch. Yeah, well, it's going to be a close one. Or I guess they're following suit, maybe. Since there's already so many remakes of animated Disney films. Yeah, they have kind of dished out a few recently. And I feel like one of them that I've seen on the plussing of Disney is going to come out in the theaters. But they gave us a sneak peek for Lady and the Tramp in their newest remake. 
Right. Isn't that going to be on the streaming service? It definitely is. I wasn't sure if that was going to get released to the generic public or if they're keeping it as an enticement. I didn't do enough research. While we're on that note, I was thinking the web group that brought me a lot of the information about the Disney streaming service is called D23. Why would they call their group after a polyhedral die with that many sides? It's unusual. Because 23 is a prime number. It's magical and mythical and mystical. Much like Mulan's newest movie coming out in late March. Mulan 2, Rise of Revengeance. Mulan 2, The Mulanining. Mulan 2 versus Capcom. Mulan 2, Mulan Ia. <laughs> It's probably not very good. I guess we should probably bring this episode home. And like we have before in near the end of last season, I want to continue the tradition of asking our fair listeners a question for them to mull over. Which movie are you guys most interested in? What do you expect to watch from anything that's due out in this coming year? Listeners, what is your favorite insect or arthropod or arachnid what is the creepiest or scariest insect for you i want to get into your bug world this again has been banter banter we are so glad to be back so for now please don't be like denethar of gondor don't be on fire follow the hosts of banter banter on social media on facebook at banter banter cast on twitter at banter underscore cast you could reach manny at brogar c-r-e you could find aaron at 8-bit wizard the eight is roman numerical you can find me on twitter at mike eight time the number eight the podcast cover art was provided to us by at blaze underscore animator based on original art design by at bobbin underscore goblins. Find both of them on Twitter. Our intro and outro theme is called Bad Attraction by Brad Sucks off of his album title, I Don't Know What I'm Doing. Give it a listen or consider buying it. On second thought, let's not clip Aaron into this episode. I think it went fine without him.